You're listening to Sarah Hagen backstage with interviews and insights from years inside the music industry. Join Sarah as she talks with masters of their crafts, finding out what makes them tick both inside and outside of the music business. Welcome to Sarah Hagen backstage. My guest today, Darrow Jones, is the drummer with Jack White and quite a few others, has won two Grammy Awards and runs his own record label. He is also known for his incredibly unique drum setup and his bright outfits with coordinating hats and glasses. We are going to talk about all of these things today with an overall theme of embracing what makes you unique and fostering great relationships. So come along with me as I catch up with Darrow Jones. Darrow Jones, welcome to the podcast. Thank you for having me, Sarah. Absolutely. Thanks for coming on. Hmm. And you had a great day today, right? You were at Forks Drum Closet in Nashville at a hang. How was that? It was amazing. Um, have you been to Forks before? I, you know what? I haven't been to the new Forks, the, you know, this, the new place. I haven't been there, but I'll be in Nashville mid-July. So my plan is to get there for sure. Yes, yeah, it's, it's great. Actually, today was um, Gretsch Day. And um, luckily, DW owns Gretsch, so I'm not infringing. <laughs> so, yes. Um, but yeah, I, I saw it was Gretsch Day. And um, my rep, his name is Andrew Shrive. I know I, was, I always say his name, last name wrong. Shreve or Shrive. You know Andrew? Shreve, yes. Andrew Shreve. Shreve. Yes. Andrew Shreve. So Andrew, he signed me to Peisty Symbols a decade ago. Yeah. And yeah, and, and he's he's like one of the last good reps in the world. Like he's one of my favorite people. And he's gone on now to be the Gretsch um um and our so I saw that he was coming to town. I went by to support and it was great being there. It was a lot of a lot of amazing drummers, local drummers, you know what I'm saying, and touring drummers. Yeah. So it was it was just like a family, family hang. I felt like we were at, at um PASIC or NAM, you know, I love for, that. for a second. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's so yeah, so Gretsch, good. Gretchen Day, yep. Mm-hmm. Gretchen Day, yes. And I love Andrew too. And it's funny because, of course, like Andrew was AR rep at Heisty and I was at Zildjian. And so, like, we would always joke because we got along great, of course. Like, I always, mm. you know, I, I love everybody in this industry and it doesn't matter what company you're working for, but we would always joke, like, you know, now that he's at Gretsch, like, we can be friends publicly. <laughs> <laughs> but I love him. He's That's so hilarious, but I, I feel right? you. Yeah. You know, right? you know what's 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 um what's killing about Andrew, he still plays gigs. Like yes. he's a drummer. He's like getting it in. So I'm always amazed, you know, when you sometimes we work for companies or you endorse companies, you know, the people that work there, they're not even sometimes on the field anymore. So it's just so cool. To talk mm-hmm. to somebody that's still out playing, he's just as excited about the product. But yeah, he's one of my favorite people in the world. So I was, I was happy to see him today. Yeah, yep. that's so it's so great. I think it does make a huge difference when you know that like the people that you're talking to love the product too, and like are fans of it. You know, like mm-hmm. get mm-hmm. it and understand what you want, and what you need, and why you love it, and all that. And um, the passion is there, right? I always. I always think about that, like the passionate people that are in our industry um, really have an effect on other people. Yeah. And, and, and as you know, it's a small, small community. But just a, a quick, a quick story. It's funny um, how these things happen because I've been a fan of Gretsch and I want everybody to know I'm a DW artist all day, PDP, 
But yes. you know, as y'all know, Gretch is now owned um, by DW. So just a long story short, I remember when I started working with Jack White ten years ago. Knocking on wood, I'm grateful to still be you know in this position. But I remember um, when the tour came about. Like I've always been a fan of Gretsch drums, like being a fan of Tony Williams, the great Tony Williams mm -hmm. that passed on. And also, he's one of my influences. And also, Benny Calliuta is one of my huge, biggest influences, and mm -hmm. they all play Gretsch. So yeah. it's been a it's been a dream of mine to come on board as a Gretsch and Dorsey, right? So ten years ago, Gretsch actually made our first tour drum kit for the for the Jack White. They made us two kits. They had one for Carla Czar, who was a female drummer, and they mm -hmm. made a kit for me. So the first kits that I had for Jack was Gretsch. And I, I never forget. Once wow. we got those kits made for us, and I actually met the guy that made the drum kits today. Um, what? Yes, I forgot. You may even know the gentleman. I forgot his name, but I took pictures with him. He got ponytails, super old school. Oh my God. <laughs> um, oh, uh, was John Good there? No, it wasn't John Good. Nope. 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 I don't know. But this this guy, he, he made the Gretsch kids. But anyway, to make a long story short, I was telling him I was actually trying to get endorsed with Gretsch when I started playing with Jack. And they I got denied. <laughs> I got denied. Yeah. <laughs> I know they probably wish, you know, things were different now. <laughs> but yeah. I'm just thankful. <laughs> it's all in, all in the family now, right? You know, all it's like family, one mm -hmm. big family. Yeah. So I would just, I would just, I thought that was kind of, you know, mysterious and funny. Like, me trying to get on with Gretsch and at the time, you know, of course they were looking for certain artists and maybe I don't know, I wasn't what they were looking for at the time, but right. um my 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 drum rep that signed me for Pisces ended up working with Gretsch. So yes. po politically, if I ever wanted to make that move, I, I would have an end now because he, you know, that's my guy and we have a relationship. But I'm also right, glad right. that you know I was able to work with DW because to me, DW they the Rose Worship drums. Like I always felt like they were top of the line like you know they had the cool colors the cool you know um different styles and i've always been a fan of, of dw but I, I just thought yeah. that was a cool story that like yeah we trying to get on with gretch and then um end up going with dw and now my gretch my Pisces rep became the gretch um became the gretch rep and, yep, yeah exactly yes. <laughs> yeah and you know what i thought it was so smart too like dw um having you really promote the pdp kits because you were in so you know all those ad advertisements and like mm. promoting that product and it was so great because you know it's 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 hard i think when you're a brand to have like another line that has like a different brand attached you know a different name attached to it but like associating a killer player like you and, and someone who's out there really promoting heavily it was so so smart, and I love to see all that advertising. I thought that was great. I'm I'm, I'm appreciative. I'm grateful because I know this that don't happen every day, especially for us. And and I'm I don't I know it's not a race thing, but like being a black drummer, you know, for years, you know, a lot of times we we're not getting that type of love. You know what I'm saying? And, and yeah, this, yeah. A lot of times you didn't see yourselves represented for sure. No, yeah. so I'm I'm thankful. You know, and you know, big shout out to all the drummers you know, like the Chalmers Bridges and all those guys that were with DW and um, Gerald Haywood, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? They were the face yeah. of, of DW and they were getting the love, but I'm thankful that I've been able to branch out and John Rabin and, and it's created a lane for me. And I'm thankful, I'm thankful and I don't take it for granted. And shout out to whole DW team, Scott, Jules, our, our friend Jules. Yeah, Tom is one of my Jules. favorite people. And um, 
Garrison, John Good, and I'm thankful yes. it's been 10, 10 years now. And also Rob Dean, my ref from PDP. And mm -hmm. you know, I'm I, I'm a DW and PDP artist, so I'm, I'm just mm -hmm. grateful. And I'm grateful to have met you. I, I told you that we I actually met you before through the years of going yes. to like the, the, the NAM the NAM conventions and the you know yep. and, um, basic. Yep. So we've met before. <laughs> yeah, and you know what? I um and I remember NAM is so crazy, like with with so many people. I remember meeting you. I specifically remember um uh your outfits because like you always, <laughs> you always have this style about you you're always you. always like really really like dressed i mean you're colorful you have like everything matches and like looks great together you always have it together and so i there's no way that i could forget meeting you with all those people there. But then when we kind of like reconnected at PASIC a few years back, I was just mm -hmm, like, mm -hmm. I think we were at a DW dinner actually. And we, we sat next to each other. Um, yes, if I yes. Yeah. <laughs> mm -hmm, Which was mm -hmm. so, so nice. And then, and you know, just kind of like reconnecting on that level after, after all that time. And then it so impressed me that you are always at PASIC. You're, you're there representing being part of that community, it's so huge because, you know, for anyone listening, PASIC Progressive Art Society, a lot of you know that I am on the board. I am so heavily invested, I believe, so strongly in percussion education. And, you know, now I'm working with Drumeo and just loving the opportunity to, to you know, push education forward and on a new platform digitally. But like the the PASIC convention is so like near and dear to me. And so when artists show up just to be there and just to support, I, I love that so much. It means so much. And so I just wanted to say like, thank you for always coming and representing and being there. Mm. Now, I artists, right? Mm. Now I appreciate you, Sarah. Thanks so much for championing the educational department and what you're doing, pushing things forward. Cause we need that a lot of times in the, in the music business like i grew up playing in church and i grew up playing by ear and there was a not that business side of things that you eventually that i would get to as my career progressed and i started you know getting in the real world like you know learning how to get gigs it's certain things that i missed out on because i didn't go to berkeley or any of those colleges where right. i think that they may have given you some information but thank you so much for 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 you know creating that space for us you know, so we can learn how to be businessmen and not only players. But um, yeah, as far as PASIC, it's like you said, it's not it's it's not like anything else. Like it's a community. And when you go there, like you will see like the Chancellor, rest in peace. Um, he passed away um in Dugo. You see yes. Peter Erskine, you like you see your heroes, they all yes. are here. Fellowshipping yes. it. It's it's like yo, you get that, you get a chance, like back in the days before social media. You weren't you were not you you were not in the same room with Vinny and and Peter Erskine. You couldn't touch them. Yeah. But, but basic when you go to those conventions, that would allow you your opportunity to be able to meet your heroes and they also and find out that they just like how you are. We all are human. Oh, we all sure. put our pants and dresses on. You know whatever you're wearing. Mm -hmm. I mean, pants yeah. for me. You know what I'm saying. But you know we, we <laughs> all we 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 all human beings. We all out here yes. and they, they, they down they down to earth. So yes. I, I, like basic is the place. I say it's worth the investment, even if you're not performing. It's worth coming because you're gonna you're gonna build relationships. You're gonna shake hands, and to me, 
that's what helped me to get into getting endorsements, just being seen, my face being seen. And mm -hmm. of course you went lying because if Sarah's with a, with, with a company, there's a million drummers trying to get up to her so they can get an endorsement. Right. But, you know, the more you come, the more your face be seen, people see you and they get your energy, they get your vibe, you may get an opportunity. And that's that's what worked for my career. So I definitely recommend all drummers and musicians to go to these, these um, conventions because you learn so much information and then the clinics, like you can't, you can't pay for the information that you get. Like you actually get in our blood, sweat and tears and stuff that we bumped our head on, yes. you know, for yes. free. And mm -hmm. we have to, we have to, we have to make those mistakes for you. So I, I recommend any, any of the drummers and people that want to further your career, just see endorsements to come to PASIC and come to, to the NAMM shows and just, you know, shake hands. Absolutely. Yes. And, and the NAMM show, normally in January is in June this year. So if anyone's mm. attending the NAM show, it'll be in June. Um, a little bit of a smaller show this year. I think it'll ramp back up, you know, as next year, it'll be in April, the year after that'll be back in January. So hopefully all the companies will get back and, and exhibit. And then PASIC is in um, November every year. So definitely look out for that. I think that's a really great point that you, that you made because it is a more like intimate show. So, you know, where NAM is the whole music industry and all the different mm -hmm. uh, musical instrument manufacturers, PASIC mm -hmm. is the percussion industry. And so it really feels intimate. It feels like you can, you can go up and talk to those people that you've felt like, you know, you, that are your influences. I have to say, I met David Garibaldi for the first time at oh, this past basic. Me and too. I'm, me too. Oh, <laughs> what a sweet, sweet guy. Like, you know, mm -hmm. I, I was just, I kind of like turned around and he was standing there and I said, Oh, hi, I'm Sarah Hagen. And, and he just reached his hand out and he's like, Oh, I'm David. And like, I was like, yeah, I know. <laughs> That's so sweet. And that's the vibe. It's so down mm -hmm. to earth. And like, you know, you feel like you're just part of this really great community because you are, it's like, you know, yes. I call it the family reunion of the, of the industry. Yes. And, 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 and it, it's so surreal. And I'm, this is not to toot any horns, but it's so surreal when I go into rooms and I meet some of my heroes and they already know who I am. So it's yeah. crazy. Like I'm, I'm talking to Garth, Gary Barty, let them know how much a fan. He already, he's like, he knew who I was. Yes. I mean, how, ama how so amazing. Surreal. Yeah. It's, it's, surreal. it's surreal. so, so great. And, you know, I just want to talk too about like, they, they see you out there. You've made such a space for yourself and, and, mm. and really created an entity that is mm. Daru Jones. And I just want to talk about that a little bit because, you mm. know, I mentioned, I mentioned your style, which stands out. And then you have this incredible way of setting up your kit that's really, really unique. Mm -hmm. I remember seeing it, you know, when I first heard about you and first knew who you were. And mm -hmm. I was just like, how in the world is he playing that kit? Because it's so <laughs> different. And for anyone listening who's not familiar, um, I'll, of course, like link some clips and everything. But basically, your kit is set up angled away from you. So you're kind yes. of like, you're up, you kind of sit high right and you're yes, and you're leaning over and playing traditional grip and which i think probably is how you have to play to like, <laughs> reach, right? but like how in the world did was that something you just like experimented with like how did you come up with that setup that's a good question so my setup has definitely evolved 
my newer setup, I don't know if you saw my latest setup, which is playing yeah. on um, the tour with Jack White. It's definitely evolved, but some of the first um, visions of, of my kit, now we're talking 15 years. Man, it's 15 years, 15 plus wow. years. Wow, almost 20 years. So, so yeah, so my first vision was basically because um, I play traditional grip, I would mm -hmm. tilt the snare drum, you know, in front of me because that's the traditional vibe. Mm -hmm. And yep. I was just switching it up, just doing something, you know, that was a little different, but not have it been done already. Cause like I tell people like my style is definitely a, a um inspiration from my heroes. Like I'm like with my own, of course, eventually, but it's mm -hmm. a it's a tribute to like Gene Krupa, Buddy Rich, Steve Gadd, all those guys. Yep. Philly Joe Jones. Is that yeah, they all play yep. with the with tilted drums, you know, they play with exactly. the snare drum tilled it because I think it worked out for like the marching vibe. And um, one day when I woke up, I was like, man, oh, this is what happened. I remember um, at the time I had, I was like the other hip hop drummer that was playing with the upper extra lines outside of Quest Love. Shout out to Quest Love, Amir. Um, he was one of the first drummers I saw play hip hop, right? Mm -hmm. With a small kit with just a snare drum and the floor tom. And I was like, oh man, that's crazy. This gets, where's the rest of his drums? And when I became the hip hop drummer, I real, you know, coming from playing gospel into a little bit of jazz fusion. And um, at the time where I had all these drums, but when I started playing hip hop, I realized I didn't need all those drums, it just bare bones. So I, I downsized my kit and it, you know, uh, similar to Quest Love, just a snare and a floor tom. And mm -hmm. in the hip hop community, it's all about, you know, being original. And, and if you, if you copy in any kind of way, you would get called out like right. back in the days it was like yo don't they had a terminology like don't bite off of me which means don't copy off my style mm -hmm. you know if you if, if your fashion if you like sound like somebody or you had the same outfit or something you would get like it was serious business so right. i've always had that mentality in my mind so it's like when i started becoming the next hip-hop guy outside of quest love it was other drummers that that was playing but may not have been i don't know i'm, I'm just going to say just for myself I was playing with like Tyler Quali and some of the better best mm -hmm. MCs in the group in the game at the time. So I I just I didn't want my kid to look like Quest Love. I didn't want him to be in the same room and be like, yo, this dude. So I that was yeah. the whole concept of me trying to figure out how can I make my own identity with the small drum kit. So when I woke up one day, I was like, man, what would happen if I do the floor time like snare? So it started from there. And then the symbols, I just I just want everything to look neat. Cause my dad, rest in peace, my pop, he was a neat freak. So I think I got some of those, some of those tendencies from him. But I just wanted the drums that look, you know, neat. Yep. Look, and then um, as far as me sitting, I sit really high, like to dominate the drum, like to come down. You mm -hmm. know what I'm saying? Like kind of, kind of mm -hmm. like dominate. And um, it was all really for looks, to be honest. I had to figure out how to play it. Right, right. I can. That's what I'm imagining in my head, right? So like, it's the style that you've created, and now like adjusting to the way that it's set up, right? Yeah, so it's like, you know, when you trying to ride a bicycle, you got the training wheels, right? Mm -hmm. you ride with the training wheels. So I had to learn how to, I had to figure out how to switch my vocabulary because when you play a fusion and you play hip hop, those are two different vocabularies, it's more notes. And I had to figure out how to how to make more sounds with less drums because mm -hmm. I didn't have the, the racks. I had right. to figure out how to get all those different tones with just a couple pieces. Yes, I, I, I'm, and I'm still figuring it out, but I, I think I was able to, <laughs> to 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 get that going, and then I just started adding more drums. And then when I started working with Jack, um, 
some of those records, like the Rack and Tours, he had like a marching snare drum. Mm -hmm. So I, you know, I added different more drums to, you know, that way I could switch. So I added a marching drum. They were still tilted, and then I added another rack time, but they were all tilted. And then I'm the type of person like, you know, I like to evolve. But when I started seeing people catch on, I started seeing people like other people, like. I say biting or like looking like they were trying to. I was like, all right, right. I gotta go back. I gotta go back to the drum board, switch it up. So I just kept kept evolving. And today, my drum kit is evolved where I'm like in between the tilts and regular size because I have like the roto times and yes. it's a whole like it looked like a spaceship. It is. It really, really is incredible. And and you know, if anyone wants to check it out, so on your Instagram, you've recently posted some really great pictures of you. your setup. And I have to ask you, what are the? It looks like maybe um, like upside down bells that you have, like a little bit oh, over yeah. to your right. What is that? Those are just bells. I just turned them upside down. Okay. I, I'm not sure if that's the way that you use them. But I don't like, you know, I like doing things a little bit differently. No way, right? I like it. They flip sound upside. great. Thank you. I flipped flip them upside down, and, and then I'm using some some big fat snare drum trinkets. And then also, what's cool about this kit too? I, I'm adding electronic sounds, which is is kind of new. I mean, I, well, I take that back. When I used to play with the hip hop guys, like with Talib Kweli, sometimes I would trigger claps, 808 sounds, mm -hmm. and samples. Yeah. It's cool, it's cool in this rock and roll format to be able to bring that vibe because some of, as you know, Jack's new material, he's using samples, he's using claps. And so now it's, it's like the best of all, like, it's like, I feel like all my worlds as a drummer is coming together because I got yeah. this pancake drum in the middle. Yeah, It's like, like the floor, it's like it's all these different worlds coming together. And also to pay tribute to the metal, but years the metal drummers and rock and roll drummers always played the super hardcore big kits. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yes, absolutely. Double, double bass drum. So, you know, I'm just following suit to the tradition. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah, but but putting your own spin on it, of course. Like exactly. Always, right? Yeah. Exactly. exactly. Got to do your own thing. I love it. Exactly. Well, I yeah, Thank I just you. the the latest kit configuration. I don't think anyone's going to be able to to bite off that because <laughs> it's pretty serious. It's it's really really cool and um and the the Jack White gig is just incredible. I mean the things that you're doing, the places you're going, the gigs that you're playing. You guys did Saturday Night Live not that long mm -hmm. ago, and that looked mm -hmm. like a blast. Wow! Thank you. How are you? How are you feeling about being out and you know the things that you've been doing lately? I'm thankful. It, 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 I, I'm not gonna lie on, on this last tour because we we started touring again for the mm -hmm. um the 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 latest album, Feel the Dawn, and um we've been out for a month, and we played we played a couple festival shows outside, and I was just I feel like are we supposed to be out here? It was just weird, like right. Actually, I actually went into the audience because I had some guests I was trying to bring to the back. So, and I really don't like being on that side. I'm kind of spoiled. When you get on the VIP side, we're used to going into the back, and you ain't got to be sure. in front of people. You just want that. But this time, I had to go in front of the people, and I was like, "Is this really happening?" Like, I just felt like it was wrong to be out walking in front of me. I know, <laughs> I know. I think we're all a little bit like, um, I don't know, a little, little. What is? I don't know what the right word is, but just from being kind of like 
cooped up for so long and, mm -hmm. and like, you know, staying away from crowds that all of a sudden we see crowds in any form and we're all kind of like a little bit shaky about it. Um, yeah. I do notice though, that like the crowds now are just so, I don't know if it's like happy is the right word, but like, yeah. just like really, really loving the fact that they get to see live music again and like be in that environment together. Um, yeah. I was saying recently on this podcast, the, the uh, first show that I went back to that was like um, kind of a larger format show, it was interesting to me, like how helpful people were with each other and mm. how like happy everyone was to be there together. And it was just like a community vibe that I hadn't really seen um, pre pandemic. And so that felt nice, but I also yeah. definitely was kind of like, oh my gosh, we're close together. <laughs> like, what, Man. what's happening? Um, you know, but and you, then you have that awkward moment with people that you haven't seen in a while. I'm a hugger. So, like, I, <laughs> I'm like, I, I, like, don't have to hug people. And then I'm just like, oh, wait, are we hugging? Are we not hugging? What are we doing here? <laughs> right? Facts. Facts. Yeah, so, I agree. Just to add on to what you're saying, too. Um, What's really cool and that I can respect about Jack is he does a no phone um, policy, which is they lock, the, they lock the phones up in the bags, which is, I think is very helpful. Um, you know, and, and I get it. When we, the, the crazy thing is when we first started touring in 2012, that was his policy then. He wasn't up, you know, he was, he was all about like just kind of, you know, let, let people have the experience versus going yeah. to a concert and, all you see is people phones in your face. You can't really enjoy the, the concert because mm -hmm. mm -hmm. it's math phones in your face. So I'm glad that he brought that back because um I feel like that's another reason why people are able to be there, also vibe with you mm -hmm. because like when you playing in these shows, people, the audience don't understand. We feed off the energy from you. So if 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 you just sit sitting down chilling like you watching a movie, yeah. then that's gonna that's that's what, how we gonna feel. We gonna just be chilling too. But if I you, know, if, right? If you, if, but if you rock out with us, that's going to make us want to rock back out with you. So I'm, I'm glad that he brought that that policy back for sure. Yeah, I enjoy that too. I know, um, you know, I've been to a few shows that have that policy. Tool is another band that always has that, no phones. And I, mm -hmm. I enjoy that too because, like, you're in the moment mm -hmm. and we are all on our phones too much anyway. So, like, it just feels nice to, to decompress from that for a minute and, like, really be there. Um, and, you know, when we were kids and we went to concerts or teenagers or whatever, there weren't phones. Like, you didn't nope. have a phone. So it's it feels like it brings you back a little bit to, like, that moment of just, like, being inside of the live music experience. And I respect that totally. Um, you know, and, it, and it's... Um, it's nice to be able to like, again, be there with other people and know that they're experiencing the same thing that you are. And I feel like I'm a little bit spoiled being in Boston because the Boston crowds are always like so into, doesn't even matter what style of music, what kind, I've never seen a show where the crowd wasn't like loving it and like really kind of being, being into it. So, um, you know, I've been to other I've been to other cities and seen live music in other cities where it's more like people are sitting down kind of thing. And mm -hmm. um, but here it's pretty people are pretty into the music. So it's a good thing. Yes, that's awesome. And one of the one of the things, too, that I want to add, like at our shows, we don't have a set list. So every night is different. You know, although 
we've kind of been playing some some of the newer tunes just so people can get familiar with hearing them. But mm-hmm. mo- for the most part, we all we all in the experience and journey together because we like we 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 it's happening in real time. Like That's he's so incredible. So, so make, is Jack like calling out songs or do you guys calling out he's calling out songs? Or we got to be listening to what he's doing. You know, it's like we don't. And sometimes we play stuff that we never played it before. It's like new joints, which wow. is crazy. And it's, it's so it's like it's like we are all in this. We all making a movie. We all making a memory every night. You know, what I'm I saying? like that so, a lot. So that means it doesn't it, it doesn't get old or boring. You know, to us because we don't we don't never know what's gonna happen. It's got to watch and be it, ready. Yeah, <laughs> the, the clips that I've seen too. It just looks like you're all having fun together too which makes a big difference you know it looks like it's enjoyable and and challenging like i've seen i have seen now that you say that it makes a ton of sense because i've seen some clips of like jack starting a song and i'm like i'm i'm trying to think about what song that is or like recognize it right yes, and, yes, and, yes, and, yes. and now that i'm thinking about it you're sitting up there doing the same exact thing doing going, the same the same exact thing like okay what are what are we doing Luckily, um, uh, my trusty bass player, Jack, um, Dominic Davis. Shout out to Dominic. He's like Jack's right hand man. They went to school together, but he's he, you know, he sometimes he has to guide me. But for the most part, we're a team. We're a team player. He's mm-hmm. the leader. We're watching him. He's the he's the he, he's like, you know, what I'm saying he's leading us. But we all watching each other, and he's playing off of all of us. And when I first came into the situation, he was like, "Yo, I'll play off the drummer." Because as you know, when him and Meg started with the White Stripes, it was just two mm-hmm. piece. Yeah, so he's used to just in, um, interacting with the drummer. So I, I, it's it's a lot of pressure, but I'm thankful, mm-hmm. you know, that he he trusts, you know, had that trust in me that we're going to have each other back. So we watching him, and we we watching each other. And we we team playing. We, it's we so all, great. Yeah. So thank you. And it, yeah, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. It just it really does seem like a really fun gig and. Um, I kind of want to go back in time a little bit. I mean, we're, mm-hmm. we've, we've covered what has happening now in your life. And I just want to go back and talk a little bit about you starting out because you were, you were really young when you started playing and, yes. and you, both of your parents are musicians or were musicians like while you were growing up, right? Mm-hmm. They still play. Well, my mom, my, my, I lost my pops in 2017, but my mom, she still plays. He still Love plays, that. and um, they, they actually met because my my dad was my mom's organ teacher. You know what I'm saying? So, oh my gosh, how yes, sweet <laughs> <that>? <laughs> yes. So, um, yeah, they 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 played at church, and and we went to Pentecostal church where we had service every night of the week. You know, wow. except except Saturdays. But when we would go, you know, I had a lot of cousins and uncles that played that were really good, and they all had their own thing, but. I watched them and I was just fascinated with something about the drums that like caught my eye. And mm-hmm. I was like, I want to do that. So um, at the same time, I remember having another cousin that was started playing drums too. And um, he had one of those little CB 700 kits. Okay. Yep. And um, we had this, we had that drum kit set up at the other side of the church. And then the main drum kit was side was, was on the right hand side. So it was like the stereo effect. Although we were playing with the band, sometimes we, we you know, we, we were not, uh, uh, you know, advanced. Yeah. And the, other, and, the other, and the other music drowned us out, so they couldn't even hear the mistakes. But we were just having to be up there making noise. And then eventually I would, I would graduate and, and get on the big, the big, the big kit, um, which I was very short. So they had to use one of those school 
school benches. Um, I'm telling my age, the school, this little school bench. <laughs> but yeah, it was cool. Oh like, God. like, like the drums grew up with me. Like, I, I, it grew up. They grew up with me. So I have a lot of different eras, and I can think about what I was doing at the time. But I'm, I'm thankful I had that outlet because who knows? You know, I had a lot of friends and people, you know, that are not even here anymore, or they, you know, they didn't have that outlet. You yeah. know, so I'm, I'm grateful that I had that outlet and, and, and it's, it's, and I'm glad I stayed faithful too, because this business is not for everybody. Right. Um, but I'm grateful that I stayed, you know, stuck with it, stayed faithful and, 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 and the creator's been kind and I'm, I'm thankful to still be doing it. Absolutely. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And I, and it has, you know, it's just been your career to trajectory has been, has been amazing. And I, you know, just kind of watching you through the years and what you're doing. And I think when I first became aware of you, you were playing with Black Milk. Um, oh, wow. Ooh, yeah. Back. <laughs> okay. Way back in the day. <laughs> mm-hmm. Wow. Um, mm-hmm. And just, yeah, just to see you, you were, um, you moved to New York at some point, right? You were in yeah. Michigan, moved to New York. Mm-hmm. Yep. And, um, and, you know, started playing with these, these hip hop, artist and and that's kind of when I became aware of you and then just to kind of see like where you've gone from there and again again just kind of like evolving it's been fantastic well I, I want to say it hasn't been easy you know what I'm saying I, I've been told no I've been denied you know I've been called a weirdo you know like all of those things like you know growing up and and, and when you have a vision and, and people don't understand it sometimes they think you're weird or but you know I don't know. Just I'm just thankful that I just kept going regardless because that's how that's how that's how the real world is. People are not going to understand your vision or where you at, and sometimes you got to leave and go somewhere else just just to find your 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 um your tribe. Yes. You know what I'm saying. So I'm just yeah. thankful that regardless of what happened, and I, I went through a I've been through a lot of life situations. Although I feel like um my foundation has still always been church and, and gospel. Like I'm still a believer obviously and um but i still had a lot of as you know this industry is not for everybody and a lot of disappointments but yes you know through the grace of god and his mercy and 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 bumping my head and just relationships yes have been very helpful for my my entire life relationships absolutely and treating people a certain way because it it, it, it comes back and, and yes. you got to get a reputation you know what I'm saying? So if, if if your reputation is 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 not the best, then you know that's the type of energy karma that you're going to get back. So relationships really yes. helped me along the way. <laughs> I love I love that you said that. I always say this industry is all about the relationships, and it is 100% the truth. You, it's like you said earlier, it's a small industry. Everybody mm-hmm. knows each other and you know you can easily set yourself on the path of like people know you in a good way or people know you in a bad way (laughs) so you know there's just it's just so important to always keep that in mind i think yeah you know just to add on to what you're saying back in the day before social media the the rock star lifestyle that people mm-hmm. used to live, you can't do that nowadays no, you but back can't. in the days you can you can you can be rude like that was a thing yeah rock star you know trash a hotel room where you can do all these things and 
that's what make you cool. That's it's not that day anymore. No, <laughs> it's, it's not. not. That day. No, and, everything um, is documented. Everything is captured, right? I think you have to be really kind of careful with how you treat people move. and the things yeah. that you do. Yeah, and I'm not. You know, we know I'm not perfect. Like I, I'm, I make mistakes, and I'm still learning. You know, trying to, you know, continue get back on my my spiritual path. But we all left sloppy before. But it's what you do after you make the mistake. Are you trying to fix it? Are you trying to learn how to how to move forward, or are you living low? Like it's it's another frequency that I'm 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 definitely trying to you know raise up because it's that old way is not to me it's not the way. Like it's it's slow. It's 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 um it's short lived. It's mm-hmm. short lived because there's mm-hmm. so many. You know why I say that because. Look at these young six-year young cats killing, playing yeah. same stuff that we can play now. Yeah. So that lets you know your job can get taken. You can't. Right. You can't be like that. Can't be. You know. You gotta. You gotta. Gotta. Gotta get it together. Otherwise, somebody else is ready to take your take your spot. And these young cats, like young young. Cats, you know what I'm saying? I know. I know the talent. <laughs> the talent nowadays. In this next generation is just like unbelievable. It's mind blowing in so many aspects. And, you know, I think that, um, I think you're right. You know, it does, it's not just about the talent. It is all, it is also about like, how are you to travel with? How are you to deal with? Do you show up on time? Do you, are you consistent? Like, there's so many different things that go into it nowadays. Right it's not just about like the, ta- the level of talent because like that bar has been raised. Mm-hmm. And then I think what sets you apart is your personality and how you treat people and all of that. Um, yeah. People know. watching, they watching how you move on every, mm-hmm. they watching how you move on every, and even, even it's, it's gotten even tricky even to move on social media because like for me, and I think that's why I kind of had a, a little bit of challenge I know the industry is a lot more open now to sign in the hip hop guys, but when I was mm-hmm. playing, it was mm-hmm. just rock, rock dudes. Yes, and, yeah. And then and then and then it went to open up for for the gospel gospel guys, but not the hip hop. It was just uh, not that much. Mm-hmm. But it's it was just different. But um, I forgot what I was where I was going with this. Um, I think you were just saying about how you treat people and social media. Has- oh yeah. Oh yeah. So so. Even some of the artists that I play with, right? So, okay, sometimes their lyrics, right? Yes, <laughs> they saying you know, it's it can be degrading, and although it's 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 a part of the culture, mm-hmm. I a lot of times I will put I will be putting myself at risk because I'm right. backing these different artists, and sometimes you know, they may be you know saying degrading or using the N word, you know, whatever you know what what yeah, happens in the hip hop yeah. community. So yep. it's like there's so many different hats. It's really it gets tricky because it's like I, I hip hop is a part of my culture, and I don't want to. But although I like that culture, I don't talk that way. Mm-hmm. I don't, you know, promote you know certain things. That's just not me. I just I'm just a fan of the music. It's just the right. energy. So it's just it's, it's it's tricky. It's tricky because you make a post. People think that you, you know, going against. It's like, yo, no, I'm just here for the. I, I'm, I don't, you know. So it's it's, it's tricky. Yeah, you're just trying to it's make music, tricky. right? At the end music. of the day, you're just trying to make music. I know, and that is that is really really hard. I feel like there's just such 
there's such a spotlight on everyone nowadays um, mm-hmm. on how you how you um, present yourself. You know, social media is such a tricky thing with the the fact that you can kind of like create a whole other entity of yourself. You know, and it can be completely not true. You can represent yourself exactly how you are. Uh, you can, you know, really there's like any number of ways. And it's it freaks me out a little bit, <laughs> to be honest. Man. You know? Yo, um, I, 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 go, ahead, go ahead. I didn't mean to cut yeah, you off. I'm no, sorry. I just I just I think it's very, very tricky as to how how uh, how you promote yourself and how you present yourself and then what you align yourself with. Maybe that's what I'm yes. trying to get at. Yes, 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 um, yes, yes. And, and it's, it really is tough. I mean, I, I struggle because I always want to say how I feel about things and like comment mm-hmm. on things. And I'm like, yeah, I don't do that because you know, that is polarizing and you don't mm-hmm. want to kind of like go in, in that direction. Um, mm-hmm. But, you know, so I, tr- I try to be, fairly neutral on things, always like supportive of the, of what I believe in, but not go too far where I'm just like ranting about something because I feel like no one wants to hear that, you know? So. Yeah. So the, uh, another example, and, and I play in a group called 13. It's a trio and um, the lead rapper, his name is Farrell Munch. He's a legendary rapper. Like one of probably one of the best rappers to, to be ever do it. But we have a group called 13 is me, him and Marcus Machado. And, um, the, the the name of the, the project was called um a magnificent a magnificent day for exorcism. So okay. just think and all the titles on the record, like this the subject that we're talking about, for people that are closed-minded, they're gonna look at us like we got a song called 666, right? So mm-hmm. when you hear 666, you automatically thinking negativity. But sure. when you listen to the record, it's actually uh it's a it's a playoff of I can remember, but it's three, three, three word, um, six. I forgot. I don't want to want to break it down, but every song, although there's a narrative, we actually shine a light on stuff that we've been dealing with. And the mm-hmm. pandemic has really shown us like it's a lot of ugly things out there that we have to change the narrative. So we were basically using our project as 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 a um, eye opener for everybody to be like, hey, that's that's not cool. You know what I'm saying? Right. Like, and that's what happened. You know, you had a Black Lives Matter, all these different things that happened during the pandemic. Mm-hmm. We were hoping. And so for me, that's what I wanted to be a vehicle to, regardless of the genre that I'm playing, I want people to see me and see the creator. Like I'm, I'm a vessel. I want to be used my gifts to be edifying and, and give out positive vibes and also uplift. So regardless of the, the artist that I'm playing with, although you may not understand the lyrics, just meet me you know what i'm saying like think of yeah. what how you feel how, yeah. how, how how you feel when you leave the concert obviously because when people leave they come to you know they say certain I'm like man i had a bad day but after i came to your show you know you made me feel, you know it's i'm it's like it's a whole nother narrative so i want as i think as as long as i stay in tune you know with the creator and i keep putting those vibrations hopefully that would help <laughs> you yes. know me where I can continue to be in some of my 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 work situations and they're not conflict, but it's rough because yeah. like when you have endorsement with big companies, mm-hmm. all it takes is for somebody to complain, and you yeah. be like, "Yo, I don't I don't even smoke, I don't even do this stuff. Like I'm just yeah. playing the music. Like I, that's not me. Like it's, it's it's tricky. Tricky. I know it is hard. It is hard, and I, I think like you know your the energy that you give off definitely like 
helps. It comes, you know, you come across as a very positive person and, um, and I think that's really important. And you mentioned something earlier about like, um, being in a situation where people don't understand you and what you just said about being in a situation where someone's not understanding the message of the music. They're just like looking at the title and thinking one thing, but not really like delving into it. And I think that's really important because, you know, we all at some point feel like we are weird and we are, we are weird. We're different. And, and, but like in the, in the aspect of like, weird is great because it makes us who we are and it, and that's part of like what we're passionate about how that comes through and you're so right about like finding your tribe and if it means moving to a different city or if it means you know having a a, a tough situation where you do have to let go of people who don't understand you or people who are judging of what you're doing um in order to find those people who do get you and do see you you know, and, and for who you are and, and, and embrace you without judgment and all of that. And, you know, I think it's important to see like how you come across with your super unique setup, with your style, you know, you're, you. you're, you're, you're being yourself. It's coming out from, you know, the inside um, it's showing. And it's also letting other people know to be themselves. Like, you know, mm. it, you don't have to set your kid up like everybody else. You don't have to, you know, wear what everyone else is wearing like just be yourself let what is inside come out um it's okay to experiment with what you're doing and and what you're um what you're putting together and see what happens like you had to learn a whole new style of playing mm -hmm. uh, surrounding this kit that you put together and yes. you know that a lot of people wouldn't take that risk and i think it's important to take the risk yeah i, I, I thank you so much i appreciate that and i want to give a shout out i, I heard you mention that you're working with drumio Shout out to Drumio, you know what I'm saying? They they've been doing their thing and, and um I like those guys. Um yes. the, the, the whole squad is, is cool. And they actually flew me out. I did a drumio session. But I um, saw just, that, yes. Just to great. add on to what you were saying, when I got my opportunity to do something with Drumio, of course they have most of the drummers, they you know, they want to show how they do their different licks or whatever the case. I was like, let me take this opportunity to, to just promote, you know, create you know, how to create your own identity, you know, because that's what I saw coming up. And I know I know that we're in a YouTube, you know, age where you can do the cheat codes. But back in the days, like when I when I my heroes, Vinny was Vinny, Weckle was Weckle, Buddy Rich was Buddy Rich. It was only one of them. That's what I saw coming up. And to me, I think that's what what made that exciting because I was like, I know that I can go to Erskine and he was going to have his certain flair, like, but now it's just like that's missing. That's missing, and, and I don't. I don't knock. I'm not knocking any any of the traditions because I think it's great for the industry that we have a lot more drummers. But mm -hmm. I just said, what can I do to the community? And I just wanted to kind of just show people that we all we all as human beings have something unique inside. We have yeah. to just go within and find it. And, and a lot of a lot of times, we go years and we never even find out what it is. That's you know, true. But, but you don't have to, you know, like Michael Jackson was Michael Jackson. People may have thought he was weird because he had the glitter gloves or whatever. Prince mm -hmm. what the stilettos, but we all have something special. And, and quiet as a kept, you know, it's not meant for all of us to do the same thing. Some of mm -hmm. us have other skills and it it's not all meant for us to play drums or be, but you got to find out what, what your thing is, you know, <laughs> and, and, and go inside. You, you have some other talents and 
I just wanted to, you know, take that time. But yeah, shout out to Drumio and I just wanted to add, like that's what I saw coming up when I would get the modern drummer magazines. They had all these different drummers. They had their own worlds. They although some of them went to the same colleges like Berkeley, they still I feel like they didn't want to sound like each other. Like even the drummers that was inspired by Tony Williams, they still kind of want to play their own interpretation. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? So I think that's important. And, and, and if we all sounded like it's boring, like this is like Yes. Yeah, absolutely. And I know personally, I'm really drawn toward something that is unique and different um, when I see that. And because it's because it is rare, you know, I see Mm. someone like Glenn Kochi, for example, playing like all of these crazy (laughs) (laughs) That's that's my man. That's my guy. (laughs) My goodness. Right. Like you just want to get inside of his head you want to understand where this is coming from and ask him a million questions about where he found Mm. these things it's just to me that's so fascinating and you know even down to like um the the generation right now coming up and like really making waves like um jd beck you know like yes i love that's my man too yeah, like this pared down setup and, you know, making these electronic sounds out of his acoustic drums and cymbals and things like that. I just, I love that stuff. And so I would do the same thing, just encourage everyone to figure out what it is that that inside that makes you different, that makes you tick, let it come out, you know, foster that and, and look where it's taking you because, you know, you're doing great things and on Thank tour you. with Jack White and um, what, what is it? What do you have? Um, are you have another leg of the tour coming up? Is that right? Yes, we have several legs coming up to be honest. <laughs> God say the same, but yeah, we, we on a short break. We doing like the, the South and West coast run coming up soon. Mm-hmm. And, um, they got dates going until I think October, November. We have breaks in between, obviously, because some of we're going to be going, we're supposed to go to Europe, Japan. So yeah, the next leg is coming up soon. And, um, I'm just, I'm just, I'm just honored and excited to be back out because, you know, we were all in the pandemic and I was actually like hustling other groups and certain things. I didn't even know I was going to be doing this again, but I'm grateful right. when, when Jack was recording here, you know, he, I got the summons to come do the recordings and obviously, you know, the touring would come around, but I'm, I'm thankful because he have a, a Rolodex of drummers he could have called, but I'm thankful that, you know, I'm to be back out there and I'm glad to meet you and, 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 I love I, I love the fellowship of the of the community, you know, um outside of the outside of the drumming. That's cool. We doing a job, but that's after the show is over, that's it. But it's it's about these type of relationships going to PASIC and NAM. Like that's where I really feel like I can I can breathe and just chill. So I'm I'm yes. thankful for, for, for people like you. Yep. Oh, thank you so much for saying that. And I just really, really appreciate you coming on. I know being on a break from tour and, you know, trying to chill out and, um, but like taking your time to, to talk today and uh, just talk through these things. Cause I think, I think it's important. I loved through the pandemic, getting a chance to talk to some of my favorite people. And I feel like um, it's kind of morphed into even more fun because we don't, have you know we have like these fun things to talk about now and what's happening instead of instead of the conversations where it was like hopefully things will get back you know (laughs) but but now we're back and i'm so happy and it just it just like makes my day to to get to have these conversations so thank you so much and i hope i will see you out there i'm sure i'll see you at pasic or somewhere on the road 
Um, but yeah, I appreciate everything that you do as well. And um, yeah, we'll talk soon, I'm sure. Looking forward to, thanks so much for having me on the show. And I want to shout out the brands that I'm using. I am a DW um, PDP artist. I'm also a Pisces symbol artist. I have symbols for the DJs 45s. Um, they're portable 12 inch vibes. I'm also a Remo artist. Um, shout out to Chris and Roger. Um, I had drumsticks. Actually got got a couple of these right here. Nice. <laughs> My signature Darby Jones. Um, this is like a limited model that I have. I brought them on the, on the tour. I'm, I'm gonna try to see if I can I can sell them on the on the next run, and then yeah. what else? I'm also a Latin percussion artist. So shout out to Jerry and Derek and the whole team. Um, mm -hmm. Solomon Mike's Solomon Mike's they make these sub microphones, mm -hmm. um, and I have a signature model with them. And who else? Hope I'm not I'm not missing anybody else. Um, Pisces, but yeah, those are the brands that I'm currently endorsing. Oh, I'm also um, a new rolling um artist oh um, very nice yeah I don't, I don't know what level i'm on but they gave me some some stuff <laughs> i'm using rolling that's great pads. well you need that so, stuff now with all the all the triggers right and the sounds yeah, that you're yeah. doing so yeah. they'll take great care of you i'm sure i've well i've been i've been using rolling since i was a kid like my first drum machine but i i do know that there's levels as y'all know there's levels to this you know some people you know but i'm thankful that i was able to get you know some gear from rolling and, and we'll see you know how that how that how that pan out but yeah shout out to roland um and yeah i'm thankful for everybody that came up to the shows and, and show support and love and hopefully we see y'all on the next legs and, and and big thank you sarah this is a beautiful podcast i'm wishing you all the best it's thank so cool you. to see you doing this from instead of being an nr you like you you do like you know having these conversations so how, how do you feel I love this so much. Mm -hmm. I love it. I, you know, I, I loved my years at Zildjian. I was there for 16 years and loved mm -hmm. it. Mm -hmm. um, but, and you know, and the, and one of the reasons I loved it was just the, the artists, the relationships, the, the, you know, the community, that's, that's the biggest thing for me and um, mm -hmm. not being at Zildjian and realizing that that's still there, that it still exists. You know, that was mm -hmm. the greatest gift ever, you know, to, nice. to just to understand that. Um, and to know that those relationships were like lifelong, it just, it's just, it's a beautiful thing. And so I am loving the podcast. I'm loving working with Drumeo. Um, I'm also working with GrooveX Percussion, which is, um, nice. Russ Miller's company, like doing AR oh. marketing and, and some product development stuff, working with the artists on their ideas, which is something I did at Zildjian and loved so much. So I'm, nice. I'm really enjoying that aspect of it. And Thank yeah, you. the podcast has been great. Um, again, just the opportunity to catch up with everybody and hear what's going on and mm -hmm. share what you have going on. And I will put links and everything in the, the uh, YouTube description on the podcast um, okay. show notes so that everyone can follow along with you on Instagram and see what you're doing and get some show tickets and all that stuff too. If you come through their area um definitely go out and see jack white with darrow because it's a great show and uh i'm loving the clips that i'm seeing and i you know i hope i get the ch chance to see you soon yes i appreciate you sarah well have a good evening and um i look out for the link god bless you and the family and um, hopefully i'll see you soon thank you so much same to you thanks right, darrow thank you. take care right. you too bye-bye bye-bye thank you for tuning in today 
Join us each Tuesday for new episodes of Sarah Hagen Backstage.